revolutionary uh, paper, uh, eye-opening paper from Ramachandra Shekharji. Uh, this is about Sankhya. And as you all know, yoga and Sankhya are always paled up in, among the Vaidika Darshanas. Uh, and now we had yoga and now we are going to have Sankhya. And uh, this Sankhya, uh, uh, chronologically, the origins of Sankhya have always been placed later to Puranas. Uh, and uh, people never thought about whether the roots of Sankhya are there in the Puranas themselves. Ramachandra Shekharji is uh, coming up with an eye-opening paper in which he traces the origins of Sankhya thoughts into Itihasas and Puranas. Over to you, Ramachandra Shekharji. Namaste. <clears throat> Uh, thank the Indic Academy for giving this opportunity. I'm Ramchandra Shekhar from Bharatiya Sanskriti Trust. Um, I will start my paper with a invocatory. Vishuddhi Jnana Dehaya, Trivedi Divya Chakshushe, Shreyaf Prapti Nvittaya, Namasomar Dadharine. My uh, paper today will be on a little known text of Sankhya, namely the Tattva Samasa Sutra. Now, Tattva Samasa Sutras <clears throat> have been uh, pushed to almost 13th to 14th century AD by most of the Western uh, Indologists and, uh, and even some of the uh, Indian scholars. Now, coming back to, uh, to understand the placement of Tattva Samasa, uh, Samasa Sutra, we need to understand the basic uh, structure of the Sankhya, the system as such. Now, the Sankhya was taken to be a very prime uh, opponent even by Acharya Shankara, and he uses the word Pradhanamalla Nyayana. That is, to that extent, the importance was given to Sankhya uh, in his uh, refutation. Now, it is definitely an older school, but the thing is that the ideas represented in the older school were not captured or uh, have been uh, have undergone a lot of changes by the time it came to the Karika Sankhya. Now, uh, going uh, whether whether uh, the Sankhya and Yoga were sometimes treated as a single unit in uh, Mahabharatas and Puranas uh, in the verses like Sankhya Vakta Kapilaha, Hiranyagarbha Yogasya, Sankhyam Cha Yogam Cha Sanatane Dwe. So here we see that the two systems are being uh, treated as separate entities, and there are some wherein they are uh, shown as complementing each other. And there are certain other instances where Sankhya and Yoga are uh, treated as one composite unit. Sankhya Yoga, Pratakvalaha, Pravadanti, Na Pandita. So, so when we see this uh, system of Sankhya, the development of uh, Sankhya per se, we have uh, the references to certain texts. For example, Sashti Tantra. Now, Sashti Tantra has been uh, known to us through the subsequent references. Now, it is a tradition of 60 topics, as the name uh, uh, suggests, and it is attributed to Kapilacharya. The second uh, state uh, we come as the Pauranika or Panchadhikarana and uh, Patanjali. Here we see some of the developments in the conceptual uh, concepts of Sankhya. And third development we see in the work of Varshaganyacharya, who had revised the Shashti Tantra, and he was followed by some of his uh, followers like Vindhyavasin, and it is Vindhyavasin's system 
which was revised in the samkhya karika of ishwara krishna so the earlier available or earliest available literature for us to really ponder upon is the samkhya karika so the samkhya that we understand is based on the samkhya represented in the samkhya karika and samkhya karika was commented by mainly two major commentaries one is the jayamangala the mathavarti but prior to that there was a commentary by name uh, yuktipika so these are the uh, textual evidences that we have for the uh, sankhya as we know but in yukti deepika uh, there is a mention of the word tantra in several places and uh, in jayamangala commentary of yukti deepika there is a statement shashti tantrakhyam shashti khanda krita so the word uh if uh, he further interprets the word gnana in the sixth karika to mean gnanamayena rupena agatam sashti tantram that is the system that establishes knowledge a system that uh, would give us that there was an in uninterrupted flow of literature in sankhya up till uh, even uh, yukti deepika kara so now comes the text by name tatva samasa sutra it's a very short text wherein uh, you have around uh, Uh, 25 sutras now the inferences of sashti uh, uh, tantra can be seen by the usage of terms like moola sashti tantra uh, which is attributed either to panchashika acharya or even uh, earlier uh, to uh, kapilacharya himself now the uh, the idea is that the tatva samasa sutra could be this moola sashti tantra now that is the premise of my uh, paper here i am not uh, uh, due to the paucity of time and also the vastness of the puranic literature i have only been able to draw some references wherein i am trying to show that the concepts which have been explained in the tatva samasa sutra are somewhat different from the karika sankhya and the proof and the evidences for these concepts of the tatva samasa sutras can be had from the purana therefore definitely the tatva samasa sutras needs to be pushed much earlier to the date which is ascribed to it now i'll quickly run through these these are the 25 uh, sutras of the uh, tatva samasa now coming to the differences between the uh, tatva samasa sutra and the sankhya karika uh, in the content we will find that in the ontological uh, uh, scope there is a difference that is uh, there is an sashti uh, sankhya karika begins by calling the attention to the three kinds of guna that is triguna whereas in tatva samasa sutra it is ashta prakriti and shodasha vikara so that is the statement here and even in the epistemology other than one single sutra not much attention is paid in the tatva samasa sutra to the pramanas whereas in the sankhya karika quite a, a few uh, um, uh, a lot of attention is uh, paid there so it might show that the the author of the tatva samasa sutra was uh, not really concerned with the epistemological and his concern was more with the cosmological sankhya which is represented in the the puranas and the uh, and the mahabharata and regarding the psychology also we have certain uh, notions which are mentioned in the tatva samasa sutra but not mentioned in the sankhya karika for example abhibuddhi okay which is uh, explained as vyavasaya abhimana ichcha karyatva and kriya and uh, karma yoni drishti 
shraddha sukha vividisha avividisha all these concepts are not found in the sankhya karika so even in this uh, the, there is a difference between the sankhya karika and tattva samasutra and in the phenomenology also it refers to the uh, pancha vidya the 28 ashaktis the nine tushtis the eight siddhis and the dasha molikartha so when we count this you will get 60 so that is the reason why the uh, name shashti tantra would have been ascribed to this particular text or rather to the mooler text which is uh, ascribed or which should be ascribed to kapilacharya now uh, another major de uh, departure is where you see that there are trividho bandha trividho moksha mentioned in tattva samasutra whereas there is no such tripartite difference uh, differentiation in the karika sankhya so all these shows that the karika samkhya represents a later school of sankhya which was developed uh, post uh, uh, the development of the buddhist uh, uh, schools whereas the tattva samasutra represents the older school of the cosmological sankhya represented by the puranas and the itihasas now there are other allusions uh, to tattva samasutra in these texts namely the charaka samhita now we have all uh, have to be indebted to uh, dr esan das gupta who had uh, taken a lot of efforts to show that charaka samhita carries a lot of uh, philosophical uh, uh, information in it and it is an valid source of the sankhya's uh, philosophy there so here Uh, the purusha of the sankhya and uh, the eightfold prakriti ashta prakriti is mentioned in the charaka samhita similarly in buddha uh, charita we have a mention of pancha parva avidya now this pancha parva avidya is the 12th sutra of the tattva samasutra now coming to the uh, to the drama literature there is one uh, drama by name bhagavata jukiya in that bhagavata jukiya there is a conversation between the bhikshu that is bhagavan and his uh, shishya the shishya is a convert from the uh, buddhism into the sanatana dharma and wherein the uh, bhagavan asks him to uh, narrate the um, uh, the the concepts of the buddhism and the student would start speaking about something which is not buddhism that is he would have mentioned the first five sutras of the tattva samasutra ashtav prakrteha shodash vikaraah so seeing this the bhagavan would reply shandilya sankhya samayah yeshah na shakya samayah so you we find that the verbatim replication of the tattva samasutras in bhagavad gita uh, mentioned there so all these are secondary uh, 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 evidences for us to show that the concepts of tattva samasutra were not new and they have been in existence even prior to the sankhya karika was written now from the puranas and the mahabharata we see that in mahabharata the sankhya system when it is established by maharshi kapila it is uh, it describes tadeta drishina proktam vistarena anugiyate ashtau prakrtaya proktaha विकारा 
the saptandavarana is also an expansion of the ashta prakriti so we have the vari vanhi anila akashai tato bhuta dinavahi vrutam dashagunaihi andam bhutaadi mahato yatha and it just goes on and the end you will see that ashtau prakritaya sthitaha then the second uh, the fifth sutra is the pratisanchara sanchara pratisanchara okay so pratisanchara is the sutra and the term avarana which is used in the sense of prakriti in the puranas the avyakta is called as parama avarana because it has no causal element starting from avyakta mahat ahankara then the uh, panchabhutas in the markandeya purana we have the mention of the ashta prakriti and their dissolution is called as prakritilaya or pratisanchara so the term pratisanchara prakrita sangya ayam ucchate pratisancharah so that word is basically the tatvasama sutras uh, replication then we have another by uh, panchaparva vidya's 12th sutra so the reference to the panchaparva vidya as we have already seen from the buddha charita and it is also in the markandeya purana where we have this panchaparva vidya spoken uh, in detail so uh, i have not quoted the entire verse here but this panchaparva vidya is uh, uh, is mentioned in the uh, in the markandeya purana in detail now coming to the dashamulika arthah now these dashamulika arthah according to sankhya the purusha and prakriti are considered to be the cause of the creation and their relationship is explained through comparisons such as jalapushkara uh, mashaka udumbara and jalamatsya that is the complements okay samasattatmaka yogma now equal in prominence so whereas in the later sankhya we find that the purusha and prakriti are not treated as samasattatmaka okay so that is the point of departure here now coming to the dashamulika arthas the uh, there are uh, uh, then obviously ekatva arthavatva parartya anantya akrutatva bahutva astitva yoga vyoga and seshavrti these are the dashamulika arthas so of these the first three pertain to the prakriti the next three to the purusha and the last three applies equally to both of them so until unless we accept the sattvatvatmaka yugma of the prakriti and purusha the ascribing the points 789 uh, uh, to them would not hold good here and when the 10th point is applicable to the jeevan mukta now uh, the plurality of selves there is nana jeevavada avyaktam ekatvam ityahu nanaatvam purushaha tatha that is uh, vachaspati mishra quotes uh, the following uh, with respect to the dashamulika arthas from the text by name rajavartika rajavartika is ascribed Uh, uh, is uh, is one of the older commentaries of uh, sankhya karika there also we see the uh, the multiplicity of the purusha being mentioned there then the next sutra is adhyatmam adibhutam adidaivatancha now this concept uh, we find in almost many puranas in a very detailed manner it is explained i have just taken as a token from the mahabharata wherein the three terms are uh, explained मनो अध्यात्मिति 
these terms are taken to be referring to the sankhyas that is the sankhyavadis then comes to the next sutra trividho bandha so there are three types of bandha which is explained in the tattva samasutra that is the prakrita vaikrita and dakshinika bandha now these uh, three bandhas uh, are explained in puranas with examples for example we uh, come across uh, uh, in the bhagavad especially the dakshinika bandha we come across in mahabharata uh, wherein the uh, the dakshinika bandha is uh, treated that is dakshinika bandha is a resultant of all the ritualistic sacrificial activities which bear results so the injunctions of the vedas which prescribe these activities like yagna generates fruits and these fruits are said to be inducers which lead a person to perform these rituals therefore he gets caught in the chakra of the samsara chakra therefore that dakshinika is treated as a bandha so from the big gita we have uh, the famous quote plava kete adhrida yagna rupa so uh, that is an indication for uh, the dakshinika as the bandha then uh, in uh, another uh, conversation in mahabharata there is janaka panchashika vrittanta we find that asuri is referred to as a varsha sahasra yaji so asuri has an uh, a conversation and uh, maharshi kapila comes and he preaches the sankhya gyana to him and then he sums up the essential teaching as yetu buddhim param prapya dharma naipunya darshanaha nate karma prashamsanti kupam nadyam pibanniva that is the the karma kanda section is uh, is put down and the gnana uh, is uh, uh, or the gnana marga is it in the next slide you have to change the slide yeah yeah sorry so on the uh, trividha uh, bandha so in the vayu purana we have this uh, explicit reference to this trividha bandha tamasaha abhibavat jantuhu yathatatyam na vindati atatva darshanat so athat trividham bandha uchyate prakritena tu bandhena vaikarikena cha dakshinabhi tritiyena badhnatyenam vivartate so so uh, if there are three bandhas obviously there have to be three mokshas also so the next sutra is trividha moksha that is the 20th sutra explains the moksha to be the state of experience wherein one is free from these three kinds of dukkha trividha dukkha upashamaha and vayubrana describes sachapi trividha proktaha moksha vai tattvadarshibi purvam viyogaha gnanena vitiyaha raga sankshayat linga bhavaattu kaivalyam kaivalyaat niranjanam so uh, here when we uh, see this uh, uh, linga bhavaattu kaivalyam it denotes the jeevan mukta avastha so in this is a very short presentation that i have made i have only uh, taken a few allusions from the puranas there are huge texts uh, uh, wherein there is a lot of scope to go and see how the puranas can act as the real source for the philosophical understanding or the grounding of the philosophies so they have uh, the due respect that we ought to give to the uh, puranas which were actually given by our uh, 
purvacharyas have to be brought back by uh, into the uh, current academia and a lot of research when it is taken uh, and when it is made into these uh, puranic literature it can show us a quite a different path from what we have understood so most of these western indologists uh, uh, like i have uh, mentioned the names of gerald uh, larson and paul altramer and some of the marxist historians like ac bhattacharya they have treated the tattva samas sutras as a, a much later work to an extent that they say that the sankhya itself is an avaidika now how acharya shankara calls it is from a different perspective but how these scholars call is they uh, they ascribe that the older sankhya was more of more influenced by by the word, they take the word tantra and they make it as matriarchal uh, uh, agrarian society therefore the prakriti was pradhana and it was replaced by the aryans who came from outside who were patriarchal and pastoral people so all these kinds of the verbal jargons are built over and uh, the true uh, uh, siddhanta is actually covered by uh, uh, by these scholars so it should be our endeavor and it is my plea that we spend more time and research on Uh, these aspects of our puranas and unearth these uh, uh, these finding even tattva samas sutras all the other sutras can also be uh, equally uh, uh, we can find a correspondence uh, in the puranic works and even that could be taken up as a project and i really thank all of you and nagra ji for giving this opportunity namaskar wow really amazing uh, where did we miss all these scholars all these years uh ramchandra shekhar ji uh, lives in chennai and uh, i was amazed to know that uh, we used to think that it is in kerala that sanskrit theater is so dynamically vibrantly alive but uh, ramchandra shekhar ji is keeping sanskrit theater alive in chennai uh, dynamically and vibrantly and he is a scholar uh, in many aspects of uh, shastras and itihasas and puranas and uh, uh, indic academy will remember you sir uh, we would like to involve you more and more in our conferences uh, we uh, society needs you uh, sanskrit research world needs your contributions more and more 